Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello everyone, my name is Manpreet and welcome to Cut to the Chase. Now today has been a somewhat dramatic morning from an oil price perspective. Uh, We had media reports over the weekend which noted the US was in active discussion with Europe over potentially banning Russian oil imports. Now, this marked a sharp reversal of his earlier rejection of such a ban on grounds that it would raise oil prices sharply. Now, this comes against the backdrop of other reports that also pose the risk of a delay of Iran deal talks, uh, with Russia asking for a US guarantee that sanctions would not affect its trade with Iran. Now, unsurprisingly, this report has caused oil prices to spike, with WTI oil at about $125 per barrel, as I'm looking at my screen right now. The main question, of course, on investors' minds increasingly likely to be whether this oil price move starts to look like an oil price shock and whether it raises the risk of a recession. Now, unfortunately, unlike the bond yield curve, which has been a reliable recession indicator over time, the predictive power of oil price shocks, or even how to define an oil price shock, is a little bit more grey. Now, on the negative side, one analysis I came across argued that a doubling of oil prices within a year can precede a recession. Another analysis, of course, arguing that a rise in real or net of inflation oil prices by more than 50% from their long-term trend can precede a recession. Now, on both of these measures, oil prices seem to be quite close to the edge, with WTI up about 96% from a year ago and real oil prices about 50% above their long-term trend. But on the other side, optimists of course argue that the global economy continues to be less and less dependent on oil, with oil intensity or barrels per oil, barrels of oil per unit of GDP consistently falling over the past few decades and down by over half since the 1970s. And many analysts have also argued that on the recession measure, the time oil prices remain elevated is also key, with the economy likely better able to weather a short spike uh, in oil prices, but not a prolonged rise. Now, either way, while we will continue to watch Europe's reaction to the US proposal quite closely, for now, we think the key is to maintain a preference for energy sector equities across key regions. Outside of an outright recession, of course, where all equities usually fall, uh, this sector, we think, continues to be well positioned to perform uh, from high oil prices or indeed just catch up with oil prices were even before the most recent shock. We'd also look to a few other oil-sensitive assets like the Canadian dollar. Now, while markets themselves, of course, like to be very focused on oil prices today, there are a few other things we'd keep a close eye on as we go through the week. First off, we'd sort of watch for any growth-stabilizing measures from China's NPC meeting. Uh, China's Premier, of course, opened that meeting by setting the country's GDP growth target at 5.5%, um, which, you know, the lowest in a few decades. And, of course, called, he called for a focus on economic stability. Uh, a second factor, of course, is the Fed. I mean, we had uh, you know very strong U.S. jobs data on Friday, uh, job creation beating expectations, of course, and the unemployment rate falling to 3.8%. Now, while this fits into the Fed case for raising rates as a mid-March meeting, uh, the rise in oil prices is what's likely to complicate the Fed's decision. Uh, we, of course, continue to look for four rate hikes, uh, which is somewhat less than what markets were pricing for tw- are pricing for 22. We also, the ECB is also set to meet policy. Uh, you know, we think that the previously planned taper uh, via the scheduled end of the PEPP program is likely to go ahead. But policymakers, we think, are otherwise likely to give themselves some flexibility given recent events. What's key, of course, is staff forecasts, which are scheduled to be released on growth and inflation. And finally, of course, uh, inflation data in the US and China are due for release this week. So undoubtedly likely to be a big focus. 
So a very busy week ahead, but we'll pause there. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and like it. Thanks for listening and have a good trading week ahead. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.